When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. Snapped on a first. Got him. Oh, what a throw by Trevino to nail Duffy at first base. Welcome to the Wake and Rake podcast. What a laser from Trevino and Rosario is erased. Want a chance to be featured on the show? Follow at Wake and Rake pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Trevino joyously rounds first base. He's won the game and the Yankees come away with a 7-6 win. Here's Danny and Will. Wake and Rake podcast, baby. Let's do it. We have a special guest. Brooksy, do you want to tell these fine folks who we have joining our sweet, sweet podcast today on this Tuesday? Ah, uh, you know, man, it's not a big deal. It's it's not like a gold glover or anything. It's actually a platinum glover. We've heard Ooh. of them. Oh, Jack first plat first platinum glover in the history of the New York Yankees. Is that correct? That's a pretty cool uh, little notch in your belt, Jose Trevino, baby. Oh, yeah, I'm, I I uh, I got to play with him. Uh, spring training of 2017 with the Texas Rangers. He was it was his first big league spring training. He was just a kid. I'll bring it up when he comes on when he uh, calls in, but. Um, it was just good to get to know him at that stage in his life where he's just like trying to get in and now he's a freaking all-star and a platinum glover and playing pin pinstripes every day. So um good guy. And you guys are gonna love listening to him. YouTube kind of went through similar paths. Both Texas kids, yeah. both Texas kids that later on went to big the biggest markets in baseball. Let's just call it what it is. You went to Boston, he went to New York City. Kind of similar roots, and he seemed to handle the pressure in New York. Just fine. You seem to handle the pressure in Boston just fine. So, yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, I had, I started in Boston, so it was tough. Like he at least got to the big leagues with another team first and kind of knew what to expect from the big leagues. So I think that helped him. Um, but he's just the ultimate competitor, man. Like he works his ass off. He's not the biggest guy. He's not the fastest guy. You see him walking down the street and this isn't an insult and he'll, he'll take this as a compliment. He's walking down the street. You're not going to say that's a big leaguer or that's a professional athlete. He looks like a regular player. And um, he's just a really, really good catcher. One of the best in the game, obviously. Yeah, he looked like a regular dude at career day. You saw the photo, right? He showed How up. How cool was that? How cool full gear. Was, can you imagine? Those kids are not going to – I mean, they're like kindergartners. So they're not going to be like, oh, that's so cool. But the parents that were there really are, are going to have a story to tell everybody. Imagine being in like second grade. Asking Mrs. Walters, hey, Miss Walters, can I use the restroom? You're on your way to the bathroom, and you see Jose <laughs> Trevino walking down the hallway in full gear, Yankee uniform and everything like that. Well, you probably wouldn't – your first thought wouldn't be, oh, wow, that's a big leaguer. Like, that, it's probably just like, who's dressed up as a baseball player right now? Especially as a kid, as a kid. You're, unless you're a diehard Yankees fan, you're probably not going to know who it is. Mm-hmm. In first grade, like you're just not going to know. But either way, like that's stinking cool. You know what's interesting about Trevino is, and I'm curious how this is going to translate because we don't know if we're going to have a K zone yet. Okay, we don't. 2023, it's not going to happen. But in the future, 2024, maybe we have a K zone. 
Here's what's interesting. Trevino had the best frame rate, the best framing metrics in all of Major yeah. League Baseball. Catch, he stole more strikes behind a dish than any catcher in baseball. I wonder how that's going to impact the catcher's position because that's not well, going to be valued when there's a K zone. No, you just need somebody with a really good arm and somebody that can hit. Who would you rather have in 2022, Joey Bart or Jose Trevino? In 2022, you want Trevino because he's a good catcher behind the backstop. He's going to steal you more strikes. Whereas Joey Bart is a typically better hitter for the San Francisco Giants, but he has had framing issues, at least early on in his career. So that's going to change. So I think the catcher's position is going to look a lot different potentially. Yeah, no, they're going to, you're going to want a different style player back there. Just like we talked about in our last spot about how second base is going to be much more valuable uh, in a different way. You need different type players with different range, not just somebody who can stick there like a Max Muncy or, or Mike Moustakis at second base anymore. Like there's actually, you have, you need a certain type of player and it's going to be the same way behind the dish that the game is evolving and scouting will evolve with it. Trevino will join us on the pod later on, but first let's get into our rowdy round. Do we still call it rowdy roundup? Is that like a thing or do we just kind you of call it whatever you want, man? Did we bench rowdy roundup? probably this i didn't like it anyways let's just call it a roundup first wake and rape roundup <laughs> what do you think of the mike clevenger signing with chicago that dropped monday sunday afternoon? Um, i just thought it was interesting that the white Sox. i don't know carlos rodon they, they let him i mean i'm trying to think how to word this um he had like a he was coming off like a like a five F war year entering his twenty nine age twenty nine season and they don't think he was even worth a qualifying offer like a one year eighteen million dollar deal but Clevenger coming off a point four <laughs> F war year is worth one year twelve mil I don't know man I just I mean good for the White Sox I like Clevenger and I think Clevenger's really good I just. If you know you need pitching, what and you you have pitching, I don't I don't know, man. It just the process seems off to me there. I think their rotation's fine as is Giolito's that X factor, right? If, if Giolito, because you Lynn, had Carlos Rodon, I, I know, but but Lance Lynn didn't pitch as excellently as he has in the past. No, but I think he's breaking down with age. Sure, Giolito. Let's, let's call a spade a spade. He was atrocious last season. The, the was consistency not was not there for Giolito. Kopech has dealt with injuries his entire career, really. I mean, yeah. probably the best arm on the team, maybe uh, him and Crochet, maybe, if they're both healthy. But yeah. you're bringing in Clevenger, who also has injury history, and you've, you've seen his strikeout percentage go down from in 2020 before he had the Tommy John surgery. Actually, let's go back to 2019. He was in the upper echelon of the league at 33.9%. That was his strikeout percentage. In yeah, you can see probably looking at the stats when his elbow started barking because you start to see a dip. In 2020, that K percentage went down to 24.7. He had Tommy John surgery, missed 2021. In 2022, he had a K percentage of 18.8%. It's nearly half of what his K percentage was in 2019. I, I don't know about his velocity, but I'm guessing that's down a little bit, but it's more the bite. And sometimes the, the full command doesn't really come back that touch feel on, on those breaking pitches. So I don't mind the signing, but $13 million is what Clevenger, excuse me, one year, $12 million. That's what Chicago signed him on. 
it's a lot of cash. It is a one-year deal. So at the end of the day, the thing, the thing is to um, the average deal we're going to see is going to be bigger than normal because the, the luxury tax being higher teams just have more room. So deals are going to be a little bigger than normal. And that's just basically um, we'll call it inflation of the market. Um, I don't know. It's just going to look bigger when there's more space to play with, with teams They're like, Oh, if we have to negotiate at nine or 10, or we just say 12 and we'll just sign him now before he has a chance to go anywhere else. They're going to do it. Cause they have the extra space. Why wouldn't you just bring back Quato who had a stellar 2022. Quato's got to be pushing 40, isn't he? Yeah. But they said that last year and he was, fantastic. no, no, I, I, I get that. I get that. Um, I don't know. It would have been cheaper. You you got maybe, maybe they didn't like his advanced analytics, like advanced metrics. I, I don't know. There's always there's always a reason. They if they don't bring back somebody or or the same thing with Rodon. Like I was on talking about Rodon. Like oh they should have brought him back. Should have done this and that and that. Whatever. They should have kept him. Um, there was clearly something they didn't like, or they would have made that offer to him. Um, you know the injuries being one thing, the metrics being one thing. But you're looking at a guy's metrics, or that's all based off of a guy who's been hurt and pitching through injuries, and his numbers aren't going to look like they do like the last couple of years when he's been relatively healthy. So I don't know. I'm just. It's a good signing. I like Clevenger. I think he's gonna. I think it's a good place for him. He'll be surrounded by some good arms and some, um, uh, yeah, a good staff around him. I think they'll be good. I kind of buried the lead a little bit, but Jose Abreu is a massive signing for the Houston. Why Astros. was that so quiet? I feel like MVP that should have been a bigger ago. deal. He's an MVP two years ago. Yeah, it's the same like Dodgers. Like it's the same like the I got I got my neighbors waving at me in the window. While I'm doing this right now. <laughs> I saw like some waving at me in the distance. Like, what the heck's going on right now? But um, yeah, I just feel like that should have been a deal. They they look at the 2020 MVP, like the 2020 World Series, like, oh well, you know, it was a short season. So what? He still balled out. I just think I think his power numbers have gone down. Mm-hmm. But if you look at his uh, the rest of his numbers in 2022, um, outside of home runs, average OBP doubles and WAR all improved. All improve. They all improve. So I mean, he's still doing it. He's gonna he's gonna be serviceable at first base or DH wherever they want him. Um, they still have Guriel over there first. He's free agent. Oh, he's a yeah. That's what. That's why that makes more sense. Okay, that makes more they're, sense. They're I've been out now. of it, dude. With with Thanksgiving and our the flu running rampant through our house, I have not been up on this. So you telling me he just he signed there earlier? I was like, okay, cool, yeah. I'll look into that. It's a big deal. He's getting three years. That's a good ballpark for him to hit into. Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. He's going to have that short portion left field with the cross. He pulls the hell out of the ball. Three year, $58.5 million with Houston. And his power number is it three or what? 58.5. That's fair for both all sides. I think for a 36 year old first baseman, pretty solid. What was Guriel making? Because like, that that's a good chunk of change if you're looking at bringing back Verlander at forty per. So the key difference with Guriel is that like Guriel's thirty eight, Abreu's thirty. Which blew my mind, by the way, because I was like, "What? Why? How?" I forgot he came over when he was like thirty two. Mm-hmm. Guriel was making eight million dollars in twenty twenty two. So Jose Abreu is going to be making just shy of twenty. So it's it's a lot of money. Jeez. Okay. And the big okay. thing with the Brave too is you mentioned the power numbers are down, but you also mentioned that the juice box 
in Houston, it's going to play to his swing beautifully. Oh, for sure. So but even, I mean, runs. the ball flies to right, too. So if they pitch away from him, good luck, too. The, the biggest part of that field is center. Right. <clears throat> so they should, they should just put the and, and I think I think the projected before that signing, the projected payroll for the Astros was like around 170, 180 million. So they still have room too if they do still want to try to make that splash with Verlander, or they could still trade somebody and clear other space too. Who knows? Yeah. He had 15 home runs in 2022. The expected home runs by park, according to baseball savant, not savant, savant. I remember uh, at Houston, he it was the expected home runs was 22, so seven more. That's that's a big number. Yeah, and I think well, 2021 he had what 30 homers. Yeah, he was down 15, I think. Sounds right. <clears throat> that's where I was saying like it was a big power drop. I don't know what the deal was there, but everything else looked good. So far, kind of a slow for agency period. That's to be expected. The winter meetings inching closer. But, but the Angels, the Angels there are, are no CBA negotiations we have yes. to worry about this year. We know we're starting on time next year. And it's, yeah, winter meetings coming up, what, in like a week? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. a week-ish. Yeah. Monday? People are saying that judge could decide by the winter meetings. There's some time around the winter meetings. Did you see the video of him at the airport in San Francisco? I'm pretty still, sure you posted the, the wink, the wink that he gave. Was, uh... <laughs> yeah, he was like, "Oh, I'm, yeah, I got a little something." He met with the teams, obviously, but I mean, he's he's clearly seeing friends and family for Thanksgiving as well. I had a conspiracy theory with that, and not really conspiracy, but my thinking on that was, I think whoever recorded that video was someone in his own camp, because if Aaron Judge is walking through the San Francisco airport and somebody happens to record him in San Francisco. And it's not somebody of that he knows. Everybody's, you know, so it had to have been like a. It, I wonder if it was a super late flight, maybe because there was like no one in the airport. Yeah, you know when like, you you know when private thing. It looked like a pri- like a private exit is what it looked like. Yeah, that's a good point. Or or it was just late, but it did look like it did look different. It just seemed like the questions were set up. Like it was almost like that's it was his point. buddy recording. I didn't. I, I didn't think about that at all. I just think if, if if you're Aaron Judge, what you don't want to have happen is have all these rumors swirling. Oh my gosh, Aaron Judge is in San Francisco, but nobody knows why. So I think again, this is kind of my conspiracy. He set it up. He knew who was recording, and he so said, he's putting pressure on the Yankees. Basically, he wanted he wanted to clear the air. That was it. He wanted to clear the air. He's saying, "Look, clear the I'm air, or man, this is a this is like a hey, Yankees, you're on the clock." Yeah. I'm here. The Angels are making a little bit of noise. How do you feel about the Tyler Anderson signing and the trade for Hunter Renfro, who keeps getting shipped off each and every year? And he's a really solid player. He was great for Boston two years ago. Great for Boston. They shipped him out. Uh, Went to Milwaukee, hit a bunch of taters. They shipped him out. I don't know, dude. Like he was. Don't I don't know. Twenty five homers with the Padres. The only year he struggled was with Tampa. That was one year, and every other year he was great. And not to mention, that was the 2020 COVID year. Yeah, I don't know, man. He looks just like Mike Trout, though, sometimes. So, have you seen that? Like, Yeah, he does. When they got the facial hair going, they're twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With similar features. I like uh, I like Tyler Anderson, too. He, he went over to uh, the Dodgers and figured it out. Gio Urshela, Ursh- too, I, I forgot, also went to the Angels. Oh, that's a good move. So, Gio Urshela 
Guess what? I still can't pitch. <laughs> you know what's weird though about the Angels is they're starting rotation ranked like seventh or something like that in Major League Baseball last year. Their rotation now their bullpen was bad. Yeah, but it was really the consistency in the order wasn't there. They dealt with some injuries. The starting rotation with guys like Sandoval and obviously Tani, Reed Detmers, it wasn't bad. Yeah. Now you're going to add Tyler Anderson to the pool. It's weird, dude. The Angels so, like... So here's the thing with with guys like that. They all have to have really good years. Yeah. If they're all average, you're not going to be good. In my opinion. Angels, the Angels, it's like Murphy's Law. Like, whatever can happen will happen. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Well, hopefully next time we have a lot more to report on. Uh, we're getting some uh, guests logged and locked and loaded. And we have a good one coming next week, too. So... But until then, let's talk to Jose Trevino a little bit. We promised our audience some big time dudes on the podcast. Well, how about a 2022 New York Yankees All Star? That's not bad, right? No, not- dude. No, 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 no. Platinum. Gl- I'm saying this because I saw you in the bushes, bro. In the his first that was that was your first big league spring training, right? Yeah. So yeah, 2017, I'm with the camp. Rangers. It was his first big league spring training. He was like number 114. Like, you know, like he was stuck down in the corner. Like, but this was, I like fell in love with you, man. Cause you were just like, I was new there. It was my first year there. I was so happy to be with the Rangers because my hometown team and this and that. And I just, I didn't really know anybody. And I was just like gravitated towards this beautiful face yeah. right here. He was yeah. great, man. He was awesome. But no, yeah. platinum glove, man. I just if you wouldn't say, have cut yeah. me off, if you wouldn't have cut me off, that was part of my intro. But again, I say my dickhead of a co-host always interrupts me. Jose Trevino, welcome to the freaking Wake and Rake podcast, man. Yeah, that's what I do. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me, man. This is awesome. All right, you've had a couple weeks to soak it up now. The first yeah. New York ever to win a platinum glove award. You made your first all-star game this year. Now that you've had five weeks, six weeks to kind of look back and reminisce. What are your thoughts and emotions now looking back on the 2022 season? Man, uh, it was special. Uh, Not only for me, but for my teammates too. I mean, we had a good year, man. Um, But it was, it was special because I went somewhere new. Uh, All I knew was Texas, man. Like all I knew was, was the Texas Rangers. I'm from Texas. So I was like, Texas, everything. And then getting traded to, a team, you know, with that rich tradition and expectation to win every night. That's what I wanted. Uh, I wanted that more than anything. And I, and I, and I loved it. And the people in New York accepted me for me and for who I was as a player. Um, and, and I really appreciate that, man. I'm just a South, South Texas kid, like small town, South Texas kid going to a big city, trying to, you know, live out my dream uh, and play for the New York Yankees. And it just so happened to be a, a good year. So we talk while we're on this subject, and this has nothing. This is not a bad word about the Texas Rangers, but they're in a completely different place mm-hmm. than the New York Yankees. It's a different market, obviously. What's it like yeah. to put on the pinstripes, man? Like I played on the other side of that. Like I played in Boston, and I know how much that meant to yeah. me and that rivalry for the fans yeah. in the city. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. That pressure, it's real, and and a lot of guys are like, no, not pressure. Pressures are privileges, whatever, dude. When you yeah. go from playing in Texas where it's mm-hmm. a very good fan base. It's not that New York isn't a good fan yeah. base, a different fan base. They're much yeah. more accepting in Texas. They're much more rah-rah yeah. rah behind yeah. you a little bit. New York is going to give it to you, For and sure. they expect you to perform every single day. So was there a little yeah. bit of a transition period where you're like, man, I got to turn it on? Dude, yeah. No, for, for sure. I mean, I think I struggled. Uh, 
I struggled offensively for a little bit, and finally I was like, dude, I'm just going to do my thing. Like, I'm going to do what I know how to do, and that's out there. Like, go out there and compete, have fun. But, yeah, there was a point where I was like, man, I need to turn it up a little bit. Like, I need to hold up my end of the bargain. Like, I'm slacking on my end, and I don't want that to be the reason why we don't win. Um, you know, and just making adjustments on the fly, man. It was uh, – the hitting coaches there were awesome. Catching coaches there were awesome. Uh, the whole staff and, and then my teammates were were unbelievable, man. I was going to say your teammates, man. Like, the guys you play with, I know Donaldson well. We know what Judge is doing. We know yeah. – but like yeah. your teammates had to push you so far because you have some good dudes in there and um dude, dude, you have a friendly face from Texas with you too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a couple. I had uh I had my boy Joey and I had Izzy and right. uh I mean they made it really easy for me like the day I stepped in to to camp because I was there for two days in Tampa with the Yankees and uh we ended up going and I saw Joey and Izzy and they were like what's up dude and I'm like what's going on they're like all right this is how it rolls you do this you do that it's a little different than Texas uh and then you just go out there and I played that day the same day that I that I landed I say same day I landed because I landed at like 2 a.m and I was up at like eight so it was uh it was it was it was crazy um because I got there and I played but I felt comfortable because I had some guys that I knew and then, obviously, I had never met in person, like, you know, as a teammate, Rizzo and, and Judge and Stanton and all them, but they were all great, man. As soon as I stepped foot, like, in that same clubhouse with them, it was it was, it was was awesome. I'm glad you mentioned Gallo, because you were teammates with Gallo in Texas. Both of you guys mm -hmm. wound up in New York. Mm -hmm. Some would say that Gallo didn't handle the New York pressure as well. Some would say that maybe he just got a cold streak and then he went off to Los Angeles. Had some yeah. success with the Dodgers early on. Do you think you know him pretty well? Do you think you guys handled it differently, or do you think it was just a matter of your bat was hot and his wasn't? No, man. I think he uh, and Joey's a good teammate. Joey's a great person, man. I love I loved playing with Joey. I still keep in contact with Joey, and I don't think it was anything like that, man. I mean, he went out there, and it's just like anything you do in life and in baseball, you're gonna give it everything you have, man. Like no matter what it is, it's not like he didn't. You know, it's not like he wasn't trying to perform. You know, the guy was out there working hard every day, and that's all you can ask as a teammate. Like, even if anybody's struggling, are they working hard? Great, let's let's roll. Like, it's cool, man. I thought Joey handled it handled it uh, well enough, man. And um, I was I, I've always been privileged to play with Joey, man. It's he's a special dude, uh, and he's a great clubhouse guy. Well, you mentioned teammates too. I'd be remiss not to ask you, how's the recruiting going? for uh, Aaron Judge back to the Bronx. I mean, is there a group chat going on between the players <laughs> or what? Uh, I mean, we, we have our own group chat, uh, you know, but, you know, Judgey, Judgey's earned um, the right to be a free agent, man. Like, this dude has put on a show uh, for the past six years that he's been in the big leagues. And uh, I don't think as much – I think he knows how much we want to back, you know. He knows how much we want to back. He knows how much he means to us. Um, and I mean, are there guys, you know, saying like, what's up, Judge? What's going on? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, but, but I think he knows, he knows that, uh, we love him. We care for him. We, we love him in pinstripes. You know, we want him on our team. The, uh, the home run chase. Wait, I got it. I mean, you oh, had a front row seat at this, bro. right? Like this is, bro. bro, we talk about, you know, getting to play in the big leagues and, and getting to see yep. cool stuff and meet cool people. Yeah. 
you got to watch history like unfold in front of you on yeah. like a day and like we saw like the last week of it so you feel like oh man he couldn't hit home runs down the stretch no if you look at like his last yeah. 30 games like he went if you threw a ball in the zone it was gone whack like Dude, Barry I, Bonds I, I tell, like I tell everybody all the time uh about this moment I had like in the middle of the season it wasn't about like if he was going to hit a home run he was going to hit a home run it was about how far was this thing going to go and what to what direction. Like, it was incredible, dude. And I, I at, at one point, I made the joke of being like, dude, I'm going to need to find an actor to play me in a movie. Like, I need to find somebody that yes. resembles me in Hollywood to be like, yo, I'm about to be in this movie. And I just hope, like, I'm on base for one of those home runs. I could be like, yo, that was actually me. You know, I have but a, like, it was, it was incredible, man. It was incredible. I bet, dude. Who I have like you? a behind the scenes question and you don't have to answer it. I would just, you made me think of it because you said like it wasn't when he was going to hit a home run or if he was going to hit a home run, but like where it was going to go. Yeah. It wasn't always the case. Like he was always like middle of the field, right field. He never pulled mm-hmm. the ball in the air well. Mm-hmm. I think that was just like from an outsider's perspective, just an approach driven mentality to like stay on off speed, stay on the stuff away. Yeah. And didn't really handle the stuff in well because he didn't really look for it. He started looking for it and now like pitchers are going, where do I pitch? Where are we throwing like, this? Was thing? that uh, an adjustment you saw him? consistently working on and something like in the cages or was it just like know a, was it was, an approach thing i don't know if it was something that he was working on in the off season and then brought to spring training remember because i was only there two days that's true i was only there two days so dude when i when he started going off it was incredible and like like we like i said like it wasn't about like if he was going to do it it was like which way is this one going right well remember when this you used one to pitch go to against them, when, you would, right? when you would play against them where you you attack them almost like trout, yeah. Like you'd be like, in, hey, I'm gonna go bust I'm gonna them go, in, I'm gonna go, and yep. then break them down and off and away. But like yep. you couldn't go up Dude. or in on them anymore. So I was just like, it, it that was... had to have been a major because his mechanics didn't really change. Like that, where you see MLB like try to break down like his hands and his leg lift. And yeah, it's 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 yeah. tiny, dude. Like I don't think that was anything he changed. I think it was honestly like he started looking for pitches in there, and he's yeah. just no, I, dude. <laughs> honestly, I couldn't tell you, man. He showed up. And he did his work every day like a professional, yeah. uh, like a leader. And he he went about it the right way, man. And it was impressive to watch. Uh, I was honored to watch him, man. It was incredible. It was so much fun. Um, you know, he did he did an unbelievable job this year, man. And then as to, like, the free agent stuff, yeah, we want him back in pinstripes. Like, there's no doubt about that. And I'm sure when he, when he does come back, you know, obviously I think he's going to have a letter on his jersey uh, for a really long time. What a, what a lot of people, sorry, Danny, I know you want to talk. Well, while we're on judge, just like I, I want a lot of people to understand a lot. There's a lot of really good players in baseball. Yeah. But they're not really good players that are as good of a person as Aaron yep. Judge is. Like yep. most, I can't speak for everybody, but you see a lot of studs. A lot of studs aren't just outgoing and helpful and want to help people yeah. and, and help just random people. Aaron Judge is that guy. And I think you can just kind of, you lived it. You you walked the same path as him throughout Dude, the year, and you yeah. saw it on, on a daily basis. But yeah, is that like the real thing, or is that just kind of yeah, like? Yeah, no, bro. There's no, there's nothing fake about it. There's nothing fake about him at all. Like this dude, like what you see is what you get from 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 Judgy man, and it's it's impressive, dude. Like I told I told a story the other day about my son Josiah. Dude just hit one of the the biggest home runs of his career. And he took five minutes to talk to my son. And my son loves him. My son absolutely loves Aaron Judge. Dude, we have, he has bobbleheads. He has pictures of him. 
And like, I'm like, dude, if this is the guy that my son is going to idolize. Yes. I'm in, I am a hundred percent in, uh, and I, I don't, I don't blame kids for wearing 99. Like you see kids all the time now with baseball. You want to show them? Okay. Come here. Come show them. <laughs> Hurry. He sees. Okay. Show him the bobblehead. Come here. Oh yeah. Okay. okay. Go put it back in your room so you don't break it. Dude, yep. that's so cool. Go, that's so cool. like, that's the thing. Like this dude admires the guy, man. And for him to take, he took maybe three minutes to talk to my son after one of the biggest home runs he's ever hit his career, dude. I'm, I'm, I, I was sold way before that, but that put right. a stamp on it. I that's was what like, dude, this guy's people incredible. like our listeners, like they don't think that's a big deal. Like, oh, it's three minute, like talk. There's so many people that need to talk to him in that moment, and for him yeah. to just kind yeah. of say, you know what, all that can wait. This yep. kid, one of my teammates, like, come hang out. Like, that's yep. that's cool. Yeah, right, we can move on. We can talk any, about Judge all night. Any, I know. But, but but if anybody has kids they will know how much that means 100%. to them as a parent. Yeah. So that's, that's what I'll say, man. The guy's incredible, man. The guy's awesome. Yeah. I, I only have so much of my own time that I can give to people. I have people coming up to me every two minutes asking for my time. There's only so much <laughs> you get to give out to people. Is it true? I'm glad your kid showed up in the shot there. Was it true? You showed up to career day in full catcher's gear. Oh dude, I went all out. I was wearing. Oh, I saw too. the pictures. That was awesome. That was amazing. So cool. Yeah. I um, did you so wear a cup I, or no? I, come on, man! Always. <laughs> I, I about to say you never, catchers are always you never strapped. Know. You never know if you have to like block down and you know block. Well, something. around that age group, you like know. you're gonna get swung on at some you, point. You gotta watch out. You gotta watch <laughs> out. Yeah, around the four, five, six age, it's like arms are swinging. You gotta you gotta be protected at all times, you know. But uh, no, yeah, I showed up, uh, full uni, eye black, uh, spikes on. I walked through the hallway with spikes. <laughs> and uh I, I i there wasn't a picture that should have gotten out but i guess it got out somehow and well i'm glad you know, it did so because happened. that was freaking yeah. awesome yeah so it was were, it was it was cool how pumped were the kids uh, when they saw you a, lo- a lot of them were kind of like looking at me funny and i'm like yeah like you know this is my catcher's mask and i use this to protect my face from baseballs and i had a bat with me too in my glove and at, at the end like kids were like oh he's with the Yankees, like, you know, and it was, it was pretty cool. Like they're, they're four and five years old. So they're kind of like, they know, but they don't know. They're like, like, damn, Walmart's selling some really cool costumes now. This is crazy. Yeah. They're like, man, that looks (laughs) legit. Like, why does that look so nice? But yeah, I mean, I told them, I I had told, um, I told my son, so I'm going to show up and all, like, I'm going to go all out. And he was like, yeah, do it, dad, do it. So I just imagine like, Poor Bob sitting right next to Jose. He's wearing his full firefighter uniform, and he's supposed to be the highlight of career day. All of a yeah, sudden, he Jose saves lives. Catcher of the New York Yankees shows up. Yeah, but I will say this. All the parents did, like, an amazing job. I learned some new things about from truck drivers to electricians to firemen. And actually, the fireman, his son is my my son's, like, good friend. He's just, his son's a, a one year older, so he's in a different class. But I mean, it, like we started talking and I was like, oh, you're, you know, so-and-so's uh, dad. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you're, you know, you're, you're Josiah's dad. I'm like, yeah. He's like, they're actually like really good friends. I'm like, your, your son is the kid my, my son talks about all the time. They're oh, like, be- cool. like, he's like best friend. He's like, that's my best friend, dad. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So we actually got to talking and it was, it was good. But everybody that day, I will say everybody that day did like an unreal job. It was really good. Sick. 
I want to I want to bring up something quick before I forget because I do want to hit on this. You normally mm-hmm. do like your toy drives every year and and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You got a dude. Is it a, is it you oh, got a tournament coming up? Huh. About to be wild. Yeah. Okay. Teams. Tell us a little bit about this tournament. Uh, so basically, it's it's a toy drive baseball tournament. Uh, usually I do it every year. I do something every year, whether it's a camp, um, a toy drive, drive through toy drive, uh, anything like that. Um, but this year we're going to do a, a baseball tournament down here in South Texas. And we got like a hundred teams and, uh, we're going to open up. It's a Saturday, Sunday tournament. hundred teams. Tournament. Yeah. 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 Bro. That is it's, awesome. It's, it's so we haven't really like marketed like we should have, but like, it's kind of a big deal. You'll, you'll see here in the next like a uh, few days, but we're actually, we're actually going to be at, in, at Six Flags. Uh, you know what Six Flags is. Yeah. So we're going to be at Six Flags Fiesta, Texas here in San Antonio, uh, Friday to start the the tournament it's like an opening ceremonies and we got like a part of the park closed off for us from like six to nine and then we're gonna do like a live q a you know there's gonna be torch. like a, yeah there's gonna be like a, <laughs> like a like a scavenger hunt going on throughout the whole like what's the day. age group of the tournament uh seven to 15 it's close like it's done like people are trying to like call my director and like hey man we want to get in what's like, like the we, buy-in or like what's the whole like so obviously there's a there, there's a fee but like it's it's a it's a toy drive so like right. bring toys and like okay. the other day we went and saw like what's the guinness book of world record for for toys in an hour and it's like five thousand toys oh you're and gonna I, crush that i think i think we're gonna crush it but the thing is we had to sign up for like somebody from the guinness book to come over and do all that stuff so we'll eventually we'll see what happens but i think we're gonna i think we're gonna take care the of that like, in an hour. basically right yeah basically the guy's gonna come like, oh, yeah this put is a sticker on all the toys and count yeah this was really worn by you we could have elon us just come by with a blue check mark yeah hey well, for eight bucks idea. yeah for eight bucks <laughs> i got one more baseball question and we can turn things up a bit brooksy i don't know if you have more uh i want to know your thoughts on pitchcom this year this was the first oh, year it was really yeah. implemented uh, I how loved did it work it, out for you? Yeah, I loved it. I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Uh, obviously, there's like different versions of it. Uh, you know, you could put your voice on there or a robot's voice or anybody's 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 voice on there. But for the most part, like I loved it, man. I thought it kept the pace of the game uh, pretty quick. Um, I feel like it helped some of our infielders too. Like I, I'm, I'm just speaking. Like I don't know. It might have, might not have, but. Uh, I feel like everybody was kind of on the same page and stuff, but I I loved it, man. I actually didn't have a problem with it at all. What, what about the uh, new rules, like pitch pitch clock? Like, how do you feel about that? Uh, I I mean that pitch com's gonna help. Pitch com's gonna help with that because it's just right. gonna keep the game. Well, the I guess I should going. ask, how do your your pitchers feel about it? The the um, younger guys, I think, are gonna adapt because they're you're used to it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, they're used to it for sure, for sure. And I mean, we'll see we'll see how strict you know, the umpires are with it and all that stuff. Like that, yeah. that plays a big part in it. The pickoff thing's like, weird for me. Like the limited little, pickoffs, it's like, okay, there you, okay. Now you're starting to get into strategy. Like, all right, we're going to use these yeah. pickoffs and we're going to pitch out. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. But, but, I mean, you got to got like Trey gonna... Turner at first base. It's like, all right, he's going to have 60 bags if people don't find a way to, to do that. Yeah. I don't know. It's... Yeah. We'll, I mean, and yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what, I mean, like you said, there's going to be a strategy to it just like there is with everything else. Yeah. You ready to turn things up, Brooksy? Uh, I'm trying to think. I have one more question, that, like a fun question. I'm trying to think what it was. Oh, like on your bus rides, I like asking players this. Who's like the jefe that runs the bus rides? Like who's on the mic? Oh, dude, Judgy. 
It is. I, well, I was well, hoping we it have, was. Well, we, we we have we have like sometimes it'll rotate because sometimes it'll be Donaldson. Sometimes I was gonna, it'll be Rizzo. Donaldson was my guess. Um, it'll be Rizzo, like Donaldson, Hicks. Judge. Uh, Hicks is Hicks has done it. I think I think Hicksy did it one time. Uh, but for the most part, like Rizzo, Judge, Donaldson, Riz. uh, people singing, karaoke, you know, get after a little bit. It's always fun when you're winning, right? <laughs> oh, it's great. It's and you great. guys did a lot of that. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Go ahead, Danny. Do your thing, baby. A little rapid fire, Jose. Quick questions, quick answers. Is okay. it true you got lost on the subway in New York City? 100%. Multiple times or just once? I wasn't really lost the second and third time. I knew where I was going. I just needed to make sure. <laughs> but definitely the first time I got lost, bro. Scariest thing in my life. Oh, yeah. It's tough. Look, yeah. he's small town Texas boy. I- I've lived that and then gone to Boston. And then Boston's way easier than New York. Yeah. But I got a little lost, man. And I was like, all right, I'm in the wrong direction. I'm out. Give me an Uber. <laughs> I tried it. And then good thing we didn't play that day because I would have probably been late. But I figured it out. I, now it's now I tell everybody, hey, just take the subway, and they're like, "You serious?" And I'm like, "Yeah, what's wrong with that?" I got, I got to like, add that a rapid seems fire. A dangerous. Fa- favorite bagel place in New York? Do you have one? Um, oh, dude, if not, I have a place, place for you to go. Bacon, egg, I cheese. don't have I, I I don't remember I don't remember the name of the place that I that I would order from. I'd have to look on my Postmates thing. But if you have one, please shoot it my way. Liberty Bagel. Bro, I had that. Yeah, I had that actually when I was up in New York, uh, like two weeks ago. Um, was it over there I by like all the shopping? That. Yes, it's by. Yeah, by, yeah, yeah. I, 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 yes. It's like right by Central Park. I so when we yes, go right to New York Central for Park. if Jenny has like basketball game or something, we always stay at the same place and I always walk over there to it. Yes, yeah, legit dude, sausage, yes, egg, and cheese on everything bagel. Yes, that's right. Yes, yeah, let's go. And cheese. <laughs> yeah, I like that. All right, Danny, go. I'm done. I'm done. Hmm? I just got to address the elephant in the room and say that you're the only one here that has facial hair, considering we're talking to a New York Yankee and that's frowned upon in so many. No, I've got, I've got no facial hair. I'm at the limit right here. Like today will be a shaving day. I interview. So I, I actually, when I had a beard growing and I was going to go to my son's career day and I was like, crap, I'm going to shave because like, I don't think, I think it would be like, I don't think it'd be a good look if I went in there with a beard. Like <laughs> then, then they'd be like, "Oh, you're fake. You're a fake Yankee player." So I had to, I had to make sure I shaved. It's so like a like, Santa right, Claus with with no beard. Just... What do you mean? What are you saying about Santa Claus, Will? I'm saying if Santa didn't have a beard, it just wouldn't okay. be the real thing. I believe. What do you mean? Don't don't test okay. me. I'm just I'm, I'm saying just making a, sure. A, okay, okay. Let me break this down. A New York Yankee with a beard isn't a New York Yankee. A Santa Claus, someone dressed in a Santa Claus outfit without a beard is not Santa Claus. It's Tim You're right. Allen. You're right. I'm just I'm just making sure that we're on the same page when we're talking about my man Saint Nick. I dude, I fully believe in Santa Claus. It, he leaves me stuff every year. Still every year, dude. We have a Hanukkah Harry in my house now. I married a Jewish girl, so we have both. We're doing. We're actually doing the the uh, the Elf on the Shelf this year. Yes, oh, we're starting creepy. that too. We got a girl one. Sorry for ruining your your rapid fire. Sorry, we're just Fine, like man. catching up. We can Honestly, probably text up. about this stuff. Yeah, but Trevino's the only. He's like one of the worst texter backers I've ever met in my life. So I'm he's, pretty uh, bad. I'm pretty bad. <laughs> 
I actually respect that bad. because I know I know you got the kids in life and this, and I I don't even know where my phone is half the time. So I get it. So Danny, rapid fire once again. Let's go. You guys want me to light some candles and leave you guys to it? I can, but uh, if not, hey, we had a well. We we tried to see each other in Boston, and it never it didn't work out. Yeah, he was too cool for me. I was doing shows talking about how awesome you are. Look at this. See, look. There he goes. We see right through you, Brooksy. We see right through you. Hey, look. I tried to leave. No, no. I tried to leave my post-game show. I I hustled, bro. I hustled all the way around the other side of the stadium to meet him at the bus, right? Because where they walk out. But there was a a freaking sea of people, like, waiting to see Aaron Judge. Because, I don't know. I guess he's cool or something. And um, so... I walk and I'm like kind of off to the side. I felt like kind of like a stalker. I was off to the side, like by the hot dog stands, like, and there was just a sea of people. And I was like, dude, there's no chance I'm like getting a hug out of this. Just I'll see you next time. So it didn't work. All right, Jose, best player you played with or against that nobody has heard of. Oh, man. I asked Brooksy this one time and I think he said Drew Storen. Even if some no, people I didn't say, yeah, but the question wasn't like that no one's heard of. Drew Storen played in the big leagues. Yeah, people have heard of Drew Storen. Dude, when he and came nobody's up. Nobody's heard of, yo, that is an unreal question. Hmm. Like uh, a guy that didn't get to the big leagues or like only got a sniff, you know? Yeah. Dude, there was a guy. There was a guy that, well, I, I played, uh. Dang, and is it, bro, always, a la- is it always a Latin guy? Or is it a like? No, I have two. I have a I have an American guy and I have a Latin guy. Okay. Um, dude, there was a kid named named Edward Pinto that I played with in the Rangers organization, and the dude just hit. Wait, catcher? No, no, no. He was uh he was like an outfielder. Okay, and the no, dude no, just, the same guy. The dude would just rake every year. He just rake. He, you know, he he reminds me of Luis Arias, like. Mm. Same batting stance, same style, like all that, you know, he reminded me of Arias. And I was like, dude, this guy reminds me of my buddy Pinto. And like Pinto raked. Pinto raked. Um, and then did I'm trying to think, did you you know who I'm gonna say? I, I Oh wait, wait, sure I, know. I I I feel like I'm thinking this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh righty here. I, yeah. Uh, no. 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 Lefty. Lefty. Okay. Right. Damn. I, I was thinking. Oh, I was thinking you were gonna say like Lipka. I was. It was. It's around that. It's around that area. It was. Is Dude, his first name Lipka. Matt? Was it Matt Lipka? Yeah, Matt Lipka. Matt Dude Lipka had juice, bro. He could hit a ball yeah. so far, and he was fast. Yes. Yeah. He was. He was in that group with uh, Jason Martinson too. Jason Martinson. Jason Martinson. I played with Marty in Round Rock. Jason Martinson raked, and then Preston Beck. Oh, dude, the guy had a dude, cannon. Express, we call him Express. Yeah, definitely one of my favorites. Uh, and dude, he raked and he had a cannon, like an absolute cannon. Oh, he had a cannon. He could hit the ball nine thousand feet. Yeah, I played with him in in double. He was in double A hitting homers, and we were like, "What are you doing here?" And he's like, "Well, I guess I'll go up to." He always called me Meat. He's like, "I guess I'll go up to." Uh, with like a big old. He always had Rana. grizzly in his face too. Yeah. He's like, I guess I'll go to. Uh, he was probably to to top. He's probably top ten teammate of mine for sure. Dude, he threw so hard. He had I'm a looking... cannon. That's a, Danny. That's a great question. <laughs> I like, keep that's in the an arsenal? unreal question. Keep it in the arsenal. I will. So he was like the prankster, jokester, 
yeah, but he was a really good prankster. baseball player. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unreal dude. Unreal dude. Who's the best looking player on the Yankees? Who's the ladies, man? Other than yourself, best, of course. Best looking best looking player? Best like shower teammate, yeah. Uh, my guy, Wandy Peralta. Really? Sleeper pick right there. Are you, God, he's handsome, bro. That's my guy. That's my guy. You think he's the most attractive guy on the team? Guy, everybody loves Wandy, man. No, no, I know you love him, but I said most attractive. No, nah, uh, I go Rizzo, man. Rizzo's a handsome guy. Rizzo's a handsome Rizzo. guy. He, I'm team I Rizzo, with Rizzo I like I love, I love Ford. Yeah. Final question. Who's the last player on the Yankees that you want babysitting your kids? <laughs> I feel uh, like I can answer that. I have a few. There's a few. <laughs> There's a few. And, and why are Honestly, they all you pictures? Know what, 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 what did she say? Bro, I am not, I am not letting Nestor Cortez near my kids <laughs> by himself. <laughs> With that mustache? No, sir. Bro, I can't even imagine Nestor with my kids. He'd be like, let's go outside. Let's go play. I feel like let's he'd be the guy play. like stiff arm holds the kids like away from his body. Yeah. 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 I, I'd get probably Nestor and probably um oh man. Maybe even Bader. That's Harrison what I was going to say. I was going to say Bader. Ooh. I feel like he's so far away from that part of his life. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, Harrison, can you watch it? And he'd be like, yeah, man, come on. Let's go grab, let's go grab something to eat, me and you. Come on. And he'd be I, like, he's like one of my favorite like players to watch play the game too, man. Oh, he's unreal, man. Unreal. He's like old too. school, like balls to the wall, like Eric Burns. You know, yes. I love Yeah, him. that's a good comp right there. Yeah, he's a stud. I love, I like, I, I love, uh. I love uh, Harrison, man. He's a good, he's good, good teammate, good player, man. He went all out, man. That guy's awesome. Hey, Jose, thanks for taking the time to chat, man. I know you got stuff to do, no, guys, to take care of. Congratulations oh, on good. a great 2022, and uh, yeah. have a safe and healthy holiday season. All right, you've earned it. Thank hey, you, guys. And I, I promise you're going to see me a lot more next year. I'll just leave it. I at that. hope so. I'll take right. uh, maybe, maybe, maybe you have enough pull. You'll get on the field and say what's up. Yeah, maybe I can get a field pass at Fenway. <laughs> I know someone I know someone you can ask for that. <laughs> I appreciate it guys. All right man.